of the hour news as it happens when it happens wherever it happens local regional and global only on q95 the big station q95da.com right on q good evening this is the prime evening news for today thursday august 25th 2022 i'm your presenter for this environment in the headlines wherever it happens local. opposition leader lennox linton directed a question at the caribbean financial action task force in relation to a person who may be president of a financial institution and also a member of cabinet the Caribbean Development Bank partners with the Eastern Caribbean Securities Regulatory Commission to make funding available to Eastern Caribbean micro, small and medium-sized enterprises. And Texas City School Board fired Uvalde School Police Chief Pete Aridando over a botched law enforcement response to shooting at Robb Elementary School that claimed the life of 19 children and two teachers. The news is brought to you for the very compliments of Digital Details and Monday stories coming up next. The hour news as it happens, when it happens. More this summer with Digicel. Make it a bigger, better summer with Digicel. Now is your time to win big, big, big. And get more prizes and more value every day this summer from the network that gives you more. Eh, eh, Digicel is doing what? Yes, you heard correctly. Groceries, free gas, and more. Plus the grand prize of $20,000 this summer from Digicel. Tell me how I could win. Winning is easy. Activate any Prime bundle, switch to Digicel, sign up for Digicel Plus, or pay your postpaid bill on time in full. It's time to get more this summer with Digicel. Qualify to win now. Promotion ends August 20th, 2022. Digicel terms and conditions apply. Digicel, better together this summer. More value for money? We hear you, Dominica. For as low as $5, you can now activate a one-day Digicel Prime bundle and get unlimited digital Digicalls. 25 anywhere minutes. 1.5 gigs data to use as you like. Endless social messaging on WhatsApp, Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat. Plus 7 gigs data to use Digicel apps. Activate a Digicel Prime bundle today in my Digicel app or dial star 140 under Punky. Digicel, better together. More value for money? We hear you, Dominica. For as low as $5, you can now activate a one-day Digicel Prime bundle and get unlimited digital Digicalls. 25 anywhere minutes. 1.5 gigs data to use as you like. Endless social messaging on WhatsApp, Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat. Plus 7 gigs data to use Digicel apps. Activate a Digicel Prime bundle today in my Digicel app or dial star 140 under Punky. Digicel, better together. Welcome back. First off in the news, heavy inquisitions are directed to the Financial Action Task Force in relation to possibly 
politically exposed persons in presidential positions or financial institutions. The question of, and I quote, does a conflict of interest exist when a sitting member of the cabinet of ministers, a politically exposed person, is the president of a financial institution regulated by the same cabinet of ministers, was raised by Dominica's opposition leader Lennox Linton in light of the Financial Action Task Force visit for an in-country review this week. In this policy program of the Financial Action Task Force, much is made of politically exposed persons to the point where financial institutions are asked to do enhanced due diligence when dealing with such persons as mandated by the Caribbean Financial Action Task Force. The Caribbean Financial Action Task Force is an organization comprising of 24 states in the Caribbean Basin, Central and South America who have agreed to implement common countermeasures to address the problem of money laundering, terrorist financing and the financing of the proliferation of weapons and mass destruction. The fact that the politically exposed person is sitting as the president of this society raises very significant compliance issues for the society. And I'm referring here to the Margot Cooperative Credit Union and the president of the credit union, cabinet minister Gregory Rivera. No other regulator would sit quietly by, seemingly handicapped by allowing this to happen. Therefore, Caribbean Financial Action Task Force, the fact that the government regulator is being silent on this compliance abnormality makes clear the case that the member is exerting undue influence on the regulator as a member of cabinet to maintain a personal interest in being the president of a financial society in a constituency where he's campaigning to be elected as parliamentary representative. It is therefore reasonable to perceive a conflict of interest exists to any reasonable onlooker. So how does it look to the Caribbean Financial Action Task Force? So how is this financial institutions of which a politically exposed person is the president or the head going to conduct enhanced due diligence with that particular individual on an ongoing basis to meet the requirements of the Financial Action Task Force, those requirements laid down or dictated by the Financial Action Task Force and the Caribbean Financial Action Task Force and the Organization of Economic uh, Development, Corporation and Development. And that was leader of the opposition, Lennox Linton. The Conley-Conler celebrations by residents in Sufria appears to be of continuing concern to management of Jungle Bay Resorts and Spa, who claim that the continuous loud noise throughout the night and early mornings is disturbing the guests at the five-star hotel. Many have raised the argument that these cultural celebrations have gone on for years away before the hotel arrived and should not succumb to one's man's desires or interest. Andre Charles of Sufria shared his views of many locals who feel that the Minister of Tourism should make it clear that the people should be allowed to practice their cultural tradition, which aids in economic stimulation for the community. It used to be a month-end activity uh -huh. from the time it was incepted. The issue is if it was resuscitated for just this last appear, why should be why should it be criticized as a nuisance uh -huh. or a annoyance? It is not an ongoing thing. So then to 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 
beckon its total closure is unfathomable. I believe the Minister of Tourism, who is the parliamentary representative, should not connive but demand that the people have their livelihood. She did not stand on the side of it. When it got to her attention, she was so perturbed and disturbed that she is in discussion with him, that he rescinded, and that the people obtain their means of livelihood on every month end, starting right. from now. Okay. August month end, they should have one, because it was in July. They should have one in September, in October, Creole month, and in November, they should have their thing, and up to December 2022, and we will first 2023 as people from a civilized world. And that was Andre Charles of Sufria. One of the main topics under discussion on Q95's Root Connection on Q program, hosted by Dr. Simone Matthew on Wednesday evening, was insight regarding free primary school education in the Caribbean. Randy Glenn, Western Illinois University Executive Director of International Affairs, said, despite having spent the majority of his time in Northern America, he was unaware of any Caribbean societies where primary school education was not free. To the best of his knowledge, secondary education in the Caribbean was almost universally free, although there will always be a cost associated with going to school. He is confident that the term free refers to the expenditure, yet certain administrations have achieved significant enhancements. However, I have always known primary school education to be free, and that should be a universal goal. I didn't know of societies in the region or elsewhere in the West where primary school wasn't free. In fact, to the best of my knowledge, secondary education, I thought, was just about universally free in the Caribbean. I know for sure that free refers to the tuition aspect, right. the cost of school attendance. They're always going to be attendant costs. There's the mm -hmm. bus bags and other things. So I do know that certain governments have taken tremendous strides I can if I can without being overly political. He accepts that it might be argued that primary school tuition has for a while now been universal free. However, he holds the view that secondary education has not evolved towards being completely free. Dr. Glenn added that there have always been situations where individuals have dealt with those circumstances regarding school funding on personal level. He says those certainly providing kids a free tuition is just a start. A social component must be included in the universal free secondary education program in order to close those gaps. Yes, there are circumstances and some of us have addressed those circumstances in personal ways and through um, NGO type structures or informal committees tried to raise funds for quote unquote needy or disadvantaged children to attend school because yes, giving them free tuition is only the beginning. Mm -hmm. There are many kids who can't get to the school won't be able to buy books or supplies because parents are limited. And so we do need to add a social dimension to correct those, um, those gaps. When we put the universal free secondary school in place, it will not necessarily reach all students on an even footing. 
He concludes by saying that it looks like one of those instances where it should be free. However, he points out that while the economic case for making education free is uncertain, not all governments have the same resources at their disposal to deal with every circumstance. In fact, it may well be that the poor taxpayer is subsidizing the wealthy taxpayers' children who perhaps um, you know, are getting the benefit as, and then the poor kids cannot. So certainly it's one of those, it's one of those things that if you ask me, uh, the egalitarian perspective is absolutely, it should be free. We don't know what the economic um, component is to uh, making it free. All governments do not have equal resources. All governments do not have equal priorities in dispensing those resources. So uh, I, the answer to your question is a short yes. And that was Dr. Randy Glenn, Western Illinois University Executive Director of International Affairs. It's like a double-edged sword when we want individuals to leave the public system, says mother and single-parent advocate Melissa Brown during her appearance as a guest on Q95's Road Connection on Q, hosted by Dr. Simone Matthew on Wednesday evening. However, she emphasized that this means people need to be educated to a certain degree and that support need to be provided to them but claims that nothing is being done persons are telling me hey Melissa don't talk too much just go and drop your paper down there and you'll get your children's school books but what happens after children's school books is, got is gotten in school you can pay a dollar and you can get lunch at school thankfully I'm thankful for that but what happens when that child comes home at night and there's nothing to eat? So yes, I get what you're saying. Are there any support systems for me to get my uniforms? But education is more than a uniform. Education is where is that child? Oftentimes we look at education through a one narrow view. Brown believes every child experiences a time in their life when they become trapped in this constrained perspective and occasionally she believes society has turned into children and noted that not all the factors that have an impact on children's education are being taken into account. There is a concept, a point in every child's life where they, they're stuck in this narrow view. They can't see anything else. And sometimes I think society has become like children where we say, hey, go and get this, but you're not taking into consideration that what happens when the child is at home. That informs and also is a contributing factor to someone being successful in education. So if we're talking about education, we're talking about everything that goes together to form a person. Now there are different theories. The Caribbean, we have this ideal person. There is a document that dictates and says what the ideal Caribbean person looks like. Guess what? We're not there because we are still so narrow-minded and we're not seeing all the other things that affect a child when that child is being educated. So, yes. 
She says, and I quote, yes, there are ways to get uniform support, but I wonder what happens when a child comes home and have nothing to eat because there isn't the appropriate documentation to be financially support supported, close quote. Brown emphasized that due to the lack of compensation as a result of all these diverse challenges, 80% of single, single female parents become improvised. So I am not an average mother. So I would sit and I would speak to my child and I'd say, hey, baby, this is what's going on right now. Because they can't understand when the house is in turmoil. They cannot understand that. That is education. If you have a two-year-old, a three-year-old, a four-year-old who is leaving a home every day not knowing how they're going to eat or the only the only point of eating every day that they're guaranteed to have is going to that school then that is education simone and if we keep mm -hmm. thinking of education uh, and, and getting the child to school there's so many students that i've seen in dominica that get to school not ready and then they flunk out and then we wonder why are they on the roadside so that is education and that was a mother and single parent advocate, Melissa Brown. And still in the local news, President of the Dominica Public Service Union, Steve Joseph, said that young people are often in search of new opportunities after completing higher education, such as secondary, college, and even university, and do not want to settle in one position. He was speaking on DPSU program on Wednesday evening on Q95. Young people sometimes are always in search of new opportunities. Some of them come out of, of high school or college or even university, um, and they do not want to settle in one position for far too long. They may accept a, a job um, that is available, mm. may sometimes not even in their field of study. Um, and if something come up in the next two, three months, they move on to something else. Correct. Um, or they or they move to further their education. Um, but 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 I I hope we pay attention to the category of workers. It's mainly young people, uh, young people, and they do so based on choice, not 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 because the policies and the laws uh, force them to. Um, but there is a place for security of tenure where people can find stable careers uh, in, in a job that they're comfortable with or that they expect that if they, if they perform to the highest levels um, and they are patient, that they will get the opportunity for promotion. Um, and they can build a life in that career, whether in the private sector or the public sector. Joseph added that what is emerging is trickery beating the system and offering individuals short contracts within the establishments. What, I, what we're seeing emerging is, is trickery, is beating the system, is offering people uh, short contracts, as you said. Um, so the whole issue of precarious work has emerged. Um, and can you imagine employers, some employers ensure they do not employ some persons beyond six months. Six months. Mm -hmm. So they take you for three, four, five, they find a reason to fire you. And they take another employee um, for two, three, four, so it doesn't matter whether the person is performing well or not. They just not, not want you to become a permanent feature 
on on the on the on the wage bill or the pay, or the pay, pay um, um, responsibility. And that was the president of the Dominica Public Service Union, Steve Joseph. Economist Dr. Thompson Fountain said sometimes he is left speechless when he observed the behavior of the DLP government, which sends a signal that they have something against the Dominican people. He added that government is supposed to be working for the people and not against the people. He shared his views on the Global View on Q Tuesday evening. I am at a loss for words sometimes when I when I observe the behavior of our government. It's almost like they have something against the Dominican people. You know, it's almost like your own government that is supposed to be working on your behalf, supposed to be creating jobs, supposed Dr. to be Fountain creating opportunities, Ad. supposed to be creating the environment to help you become wealthy or, or, or gain wealth. They're working against you. In so many ways, projects uh, are taking place in Dominica. Foreign companies, and Ron knows better than I do, the, the foreign companies. You just have to take a drive down the Castibus Road, and you can recognize one of your fellow Dominican working on those on that project, major road project in Dominica. Not a single Dominican. You we, Dominicans stand by and see trucks being uploaded, trucks that Dominicans have in abundance. Local locals invested in trucks because they thought that they could they could move, you know, stuff from point A to point B and make a living. They have to sit on the, they have to sit with their trucks idle while trucks are offloaded, equipment, graders and caterpillars and everything else. Dr. Fountain added that the government does not care about the people of Dominica, and that's the only explanation that needs to be given based on the deliberate policy created by the government to disempower the Dominican people. This government has, does not like the people of Dominica, because how else do you explain this? How else do you explain a deliberate policy by your government to disempower, to keep down, to prevent from earning a living of its own people. I have not seen that anywhere in the world. Even where governments are repressive, even where governments are diabolical, even where you have dictatorships, they still look after the interests of the people to allow them to earn a bread. That's not the case in Dominica. So the people feel the only choice they have is to leave this country. So we are losing our young people day after day. They're flocking out of Dominica in their thousands. And that was economist Dr. Thompson Fontaine. Housing Minister Reginald Ostry says an allocation has been made in the 2022-2023 national budget to construct 700 homes in this financial year. Ostry says out of 700, approximately 243 are being built under the MMCE housing program. He was speaking during a visit to the Canefield East Housing Development site on Wednesday, where 10 units are presently being constructed. We're doing Scott said, we're doing, we're doing Scott said, we're doing um, um, Point Michel, we're doing Eggleston, we're doing Woodford Hill, we're here in Kinfield East, we're doing uh, Buamo Park in Paybush, we, we're in Granby right now, Granby, Jubik right now, and that will total to about 243. And these are homes that are already under construction, action has already been taken right here in Kinfield East, we're doing 17, and as you can see, we're advancing the development of this program. Then the Prime Minister mentioned um, another 300. We've done out of the 420 under the World Bank housing program. 
Uh, we have done about 160 plus another 100, about 160. The, the contract we have with the World Bank says that we have to complete those 420 homes um, by 2023, by next year. That's already 243 under MMCE. That's another 300. That's, that's 500. Then we have the EU program running there in the Kalinago Territory, another 50. That's 450. People think it's an impossibility, but it's not impossible to construct 700 homes within this financial year. And this is what we're about. And these are high-quality homes. That we, and the Prime Minister said that we're not discriminating. The homes are standard right across the board. And that was the Housing Minister, Reginald Austri. Meanwhile, Parliamentary Representative for the Maho constituency, Raven Blackman, says all the contractors on the Canefield project are from the constituency and 35 young men are employed under the project. And we do apologize for not bringing you this clip by the Honorable Raven Blackmore. Meanwhile, Prime Minister Scruzel Skerritt says because of the price of petroleum products, the government is subsidizing 0.8 cent per gallon on petrol and that is being paid directly to the suppliers of petroleum products. He says the biggest consumer affected in his government. He was speaking with state-owned DBS Radio. And so, so we, we, we increased it because the price went up a bit higher. So we've increased it. It was, I believe, 50 cents. We've gone up to, to 80 cents um, so that we can help cushion the impact on the, on the consumers. And when you speak about the cost of petroleum products going up, the biggest consumer who is affected is the government. Because I cannot tell the Coast Guard he can't go out tonight. I cannot tell the ambulance they can't go and pick up somebody um, in one of the villages. I, I cannot tell the hospital to, to turn off the, um, the, the AC for the patients. I, we cannot say that. Uh, we, have to, we, have to, we have to pay for these things. So, so it, is a, it is a huge cost for the government and it's impacting everybody and so forth and um we can only pray hope and pray that this war in ukraine goes off, goes goes off and that was prime minister roosevelt scarrett in other news building on the caribbean developments bank's focus on innovation and increasing access to financing to ensure growth and development the regional financial institution has partnered with the eastern caribbean Securities regulatory commission to develop a solution to improve the availability of funding to micro small and medium-sized enterprises and establish equity equity-based crowdfunding in the Eastern Caribbean. Through the 18-month increase in access to finance for micro, small and medium-sized enterprises in the Eastern Caribbean currency union countries for the development of a crowdfunding framework project funded by CDB and implemented by ECSRC, a viable equity crowdfunding platform will be established in the Eastern Caribbean currency union member of countries by 2023, supported by an, an appropriate regulatory framework. Crowdfunding is an innovative technology-based activity that utilizes online platforms to economically and effectively connect potential individuals, firms, and groups seeking to raise capital with potential funders. Equitable-based crowdfunding, which is being pursued under this project, allows prospective investors to offer funding to businesses in exchange for shares or equity stake in their businesses.
According to Lisa Harden, a coordinator of micro, small and medium-sized development at CDB, she said that the bank is cognizant of the significance of MSME in its economic ecosystems of the region. And while recovery post-pandemic has been slow within the sector, through this arrangement, greater collateral will be mobilized to effect the accelerated and even more successful reborn among Eastern Caribbean businesses. And Uvalvi Schools Police Chief Pete Aridando was fired on Wednesday by Texas School City School Board. The board voted unanimously to out this unbattled chief after a recommendation from a school district superintendent. Aridando's removal caps three months of outrage over the botched law enforcement response to the shooting at Robb Elementary School, which killed 19 children and two teachers. One hour and 14 minutes and eight seconds passed from the time police entered the building on May 24, 2022, until the gunman was killed. Texas Department of Public Safety Director Steve McCurl said that before, before Wednesday's vote at a special school board meeting, a speaker who appeared to be a child said that she had a message for Pete Aridando and all the law enforcement that they were that day they should turn in their badges and step down because they don't deserve to wear one. Battled Uvalde School District Police Chief Pete Arredondo has been fired. After intense public debate, the school board made official what some parents have been demanding for months. Turn in your badge and step down. You don't deserve to wear one. Arredondo had been on administrative leave after the May 24th shooting at Robb Elementary that took the lives of 19 children and two teachers. The shooter locked himself in two adjoining classrooms with the victims. 376 law enforcement officers were dispatched to the scene. But authorities didn't break through the door and engage the shooter for 77 minutes. That long gap drawing intense scrutiny. The Texas legislature releasing a fact-finding report this summer, faulting the police response for egregiously poor decision-making, adding the officers failed to prioritize saving the lives of innocent victims over their own safety. It's not satisfactory. He should be held responsible for what happened. Vincent Salazar's granddaughter, Layla, would be starting fifth grade. She was the baby of the family, and now we, we lost her. Last year because people didn't do their job. Chief Arredondo refused to attend vote. His attorney released a statement accusing the board of violating Arredondo's constitutional right to due process and calling for his immediate reinstatement. And that was the Prime Evening News, but first a recap of the headlines. Opposition leader Lennox Linton directed a question to the Caribbean Financial Action Task Force in relation to a person who may be president of a financial institution and is also a member of cabinet. 
The Caribbean Development Bank partners with the Eastern Caribbean Securities Regulatory Commission to make funding available to Eastern Caribbean micro, small, and medium-sized enterprises. Wherever it happens. And Texas City School Board fired Uvalde School Police Chief Pete Arredondo after overbooched law enforcement response to shooting at Robb Elementary School that claimed the life of 19 children and two teachers. The news was brought to you for the very kind compliments of Digital. I've been your presenter for this environment. Q, top of the hour news. As it happens, when it happens.